So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having an amazing day. Um, man, I'm just I'm just chilling over here. Things have been pretty steady, pretty even keel. I think I talked a little bit uh, a few months back. Uh, we had a crazy start to the year. We were in Jamaica. And while we were in Jamaica, my parents came and visited, and then we had these renovations going on at our house back here in Canada. And so we got back. The project didn't finish it on time. It never does. Uh, but it probably about 10 days later, we had everything in order. And man, it just feels good. It just feels good to be settled in and in a rhythm. Uh, it's something I talk about a lot on the podcast, and uh, I, I just think it's good practice for all of us. You know, you have to have rhythms. Uh, I think routines are probably a little bit overrated, but rhythms certainly are valuable, and um, it just feels good to be in rhythm. So I hope you're in rhythm, uh, wherever it is that you may be. I want to thank you guys again for your support of this podcast. We continue to marvel at the way God grows this thing, uh, crossing 200,000 downloads, and really, um, you know, the numbers the numbers are whatever. Like. I have friends who just get, you know, hundreds of thousands of downloads on their podcast per month. And so it's all relative. But I think for me, what what really strikes me is just the number of lives it impacts. And we get messages pretty regularly now from people who are like, I love the podcast. I've been really changed by it. Um, you know, I uh, listened to this podcast on journaling, tried it, couldn't believe how much it helped or uh, check this thing out and it was so useful or, you know, um, we interviewed Ryan Mickler who's the, uh, has the Order of Man podcast and, and he would be a great example of someone who's getting hundreds of thousands of downloads, if, uh, if not millions of downloads a month and, um, you know, he listened to the podcast for a bit and he wound up listening to the one about uh, getting erections and uh, bought the penis book, the, the resource that we were kind of extracting from for that episode. And he messaged me and he's like, man, I got the book. I'm so excited. Can't wait to dive in. Da, 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 da. And it's just it's just miraculous to me that we have this kind of impact on on anyone's lives, let alone you guys who are listening. And so I want to thank you guys. And I just want to ask kindly, if you've got some value from what we do here, and you feel comfortable to share it with somebody else in your life. That is how this podcast grows. I'm probably posting about the podcast. I'm not even posting, but I'm sharing about it on my story about once a week on my Instagram. Beyond that, we don't do any promotions. Um, and you know, even when we interview guests, some people are like, "Hey, man, make sure you like post this and tag me in it." And da 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 da. And we don't really do that with our guests. We're just like, "Hey, you guys are building your own platforms." You're doing your own thing. Uh, if you're comfortable sharing, that'd be awesome, but no pressure. You know, So we really rely on you guys, the listeners, and you've done an amazing job. Like These 200,000 downloads that we've crossed represents really your work and your willingness to share. So I want to thank you for that. I want to ask you to continue to do so as you feel comfortable. Today, we're talking about can you lead while struggling? This is really important for me for several different reasons. Uh, number one, uh, I'm actually, as I'm recording this, I'm getting ready to do a talk at my church. Of we're doing a men's breakfast. And one of the concepts that's been sort of uh, just rolling around in my head is this whole idea that every man is a leader. And um, I've done an episode on this before. Maybe I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to it. But if you are a man listening to this podcast, this 
episode has relevant relevance for you just because I believe that if you are a man, you are called to lead. Now, I'm not talking about in some like chauvinistic, you know, toxic, patriarchal kind of way. I'm talking about just like men are called to protect, we're called to be decision makers, we're called to cast vision. Like there's just certain things that men are called to do, uh, especially in their homes, that that does not, um, you, you can't bypass, you can't circumvent it, you can't outsource those things. And you might end up with a woman who is visionary and who can make decisions and who's protective in nature as well. So I'm not, I'm not saying that like it's solely the man who has to do these things. But what I am saying is that these things are never excluded from a man's responsibilities in life. And if you're single, then your responsibility is to lead yourself. Anyway, I'll put a link in the show notes. You guys can get into that content a little bit more if you want. But the the point is that this concept or this conversation rather about can you lead while struggling is relevant to all of you so long as you are a man. And if you're a woman, it's relevant to you as well. Should you lead while struggling? So typically these these conversations come up in more of a ministry environment. It's like, hey, I'm leading worship. Should I still be leading worship while I'm struggling? Hey, uh, I'm a youth leader. Am I still fit for leadership while I'm struggling with pornography? So there's a little bit of a cop-out answer. I don't, you guys know, I I will never settle for a cop-out answer um, on this podcast. But this is, it's going to sound like a cop-out, but it is legit which is that you really have to defer to the leadership of your local church. If your local church says, hey, if you have sexual sin in your life, you're not fit for leadership, well, then you're not fit for leadership at that church, period. Doesn't doesn't matter. Like, God has entrusted those people to lead that group or that congregation, so you have to kind of give them, or, or I guess at least honor their decision. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to stick around at the church, although I think it reflects poorly if you just leave because they make a decision you don't agree with. Um, but again, you know, there's there's obviously more to any story. But I guess I'm just saying it, the, the local church that you're a part of has to make those decisions. Now, beyond that, you know, if you're a leadership at work, uh, maybe maybe you're just even feeling unfit to let your lead your family. You know, we hear this from dads often who have little girls and are like, man, I can't believe I'm watching porn just knowing that that's somebody's daughter and I have daughters of my own. Sometimes we have parents who have boys who are like, man, I don't want to pass this on to my kid and I know I'm going to unless I do something with this. So can you lead then while you're struggling? Um, man, very, very good question. So I, I'm going to reframe this a couple of different ways. The first question probably is, are you fit for leadership while struggling? Because the answer will always be that you can lead while struggling, right? Like in theory, you can lead as in you have the capacity to lead, right? Like Ravi Zacharias, Carl Lentz, Brian, uh, Brian Houston, uh, Bill Hybels. You know, uh, there's a local guy here in Canada named Bruxy Cavey. These are men who were able to lead while they had their struggles, were they fit to lead? Uh, should they lead? These are probably the better questions to be asking. Should you lead? Are you fit to lead? I'm of the personal opinion that if you are struggling and you really don't have a lot of control over your situation, you should probably limit, if not eliminate, your leadership uh, responsibilities. So what do I mean by that? Okay, if you're a worship leader and you're struggling 
and you've been trying to kick this thing for a while and you're still struggling, I'd probably take a break. Yes, Athea, but I mean, you know, if you did that, like there wouldn't be any worship leaders available to lead. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Like that's that's actually the issue here. The issue is how how infrequent and uncommon it is to actually uphold some of the biblical standards around sexuality and purity and holiness. So I, I don't think that that's enough of a reason. Like, if if the local church pastor is like, yeah, well, that eliminates my whole, you know, pool of worship leaders, then go invest into that pool. Like, show them how to walk in righteousness so that they're fit to lead worship. You know, I, I really believe, like, leadership in a local church environment needs to be taken very seriously. I don't think it's really any different in a professional environment. The The thing that's different, though, is, like, if you're a software engineer or you're an IT manager, you work at a bank, you know, your responsibilities are not as tied to your moral standing. Like, there's very successful bankers who live very questionable lives. And if their lifestyles, more details were to surface, you may have some questions about them and about the bank. But it's not like that person's going to lose their job necessarily. Whereas in a church environment with leadership, there's a certain degree of expectation of moral standing. Now, nobody, I mean, nobody should be expecting their leadership or their pastors to be perfect. But at the same time, uh, it goes without saying that, you know, there's a certain, there are certain things that we would, should not be tolerating in our pastor's lives, right? And in our leader's lives. And I would say that sexuality and sexual sin is one of those things. So, I think there's there's a lot of nuances to this. I'm sorry this isn't the episode where it's like, this is the answer. Uh, but I think, you know, if it's in a local church, you have to defer to the leadership. I think that's very, very important. And I think the more important thing is that rather than rather than asking, like, can this person still lead? The question is more, should they lead? Like, are they fit for leadership? And I, uh, this is this is the scripture that I'm going to be using in my talk that I'm pre- preparing for. It's 1 Timothy 3. And let me just read this through here to, to, to wrap things up. Uh, whoever, oh, this is, hold on, let me change this version. I'm going li- to, I prefer the New King James, so um, I want to read out of that. This is a faithful saying. Okay, this is Timothy, 1 Timothy 3, verse 1. If a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous, one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. If a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? So I wanted to, and there's a, there are a couple more verses that are worth reading. I'll just keep it short for the sake of this episode. But here's what I want to say is, you know, um, the, the real question of all this actually boils down to how you lead your home. Because sure, you can lead at church and yeah, you're, uh, uh, sorry, let me say this differently. Sure, you can lead at work and your responsibilities don't interfere with, you know, sexual sin. And sure, when you're at church, yeah, okay, the standards are a bit higher there. There's a moral component. But the ultimate question, at least in this scripture that we, that we can garner from it is how do you lead at home? That's what actually matters the most. Uh, because if you can't lead at a home, then how could you lead in this case, it's the Church of God because he's he's speaking about the qualifications of a bishop or of overseers in the local church. 
But the principle is the same across the board. How could you possibly lead in your community? How could you possibly lead in your workplace if you're not able to lead your own house? And so then the real question is, can you lead your house well while struggling with a porn addiction, with sexual sin? The answer is obvious, right? There's, there's no chance. And so I want to encourage you, see this, answer this question through the right light. We have to make sure that our pers- perception is correct or the paradigm we're working with is actually appropriate. And then from there, I think we, we get pretty good clarity on, on what we can and cannot do. If you're in a local church environment and maybe you're like, okay, I guess I need to step down. That's not what I'm saying. I Again, for the local church, I would say you really need to have a conversation with your leaders, with your uh, your superiors, your overseers, whoever it may be. And the other thing I would say is the, the decision or the conclusion from this should not be, oh, here are the responsibilities I need to abdicate. The response from this should be, wow, I need to get free and I need to do it as quickly as I possibly can. Now is the time to do it. That you may lead better. That you may hold on to the responsibilities and the positions that God's entrusted you with. So anyway, that's everything for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, if you find value from what we're doing here, please share it with someone or leave a rating and review. Much love to you all. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.